0: shares of NVIDIA hitting new all-time highs. And to discuss this, let's bring in our panel Angelo Zeno, Senior Equity Analyst at CFRA Research, and Me Schneider, Director of Trading Education and Research at MarketGage.com. Glad you're both with us. So. Mish, I'll start with you. I have to say, both of you, can I'm sure you'll fully understand where they're coming from. There are so many comments from all the analysts. And Angelo, I know you still like um, NVIDIA very much. Just a positive thesis about their, how well they're positioned from gaming to data centers and how, in fact, NVIDIA could be the first semiconductor to have that $1 trillion market cap.
1: Mish, where do you stand? Well, there's no doubt that all of the calls for it being overvalued have been wrong. And here we are with a 55% growth, and we can see the result today of the market. In fact, one would wonder where the whole market would be if NVIDIA actually wound up down, that it's strong. And so it seems to me that they really are very well positioned for the future. One of the things that I'd like to add to the list of what you mentioned is the Omniverse, which is the plumbing, really, of the metaverse, which is just starting in its really diaper stage here in terms of really hitting the market as far as stocks and exposure and just the public, even understanding what it is. So that puts NVIDIA right there next to Facebook, Roblox and all the companies that are already involved. And so I think that if it dips at all, it's probably a gift. And at this point, it looks like we can still go higher. And Angelo,
0: I think you're right on board here, CFRA, saying uh, you maintain your buy opinion. Tell us a little bit, you know, as I comb through your report, you have a lot of great details. Um, you know, hit the bullet points. Why is why is NVIDIA still a winner?
2: Yep. So we, we did reiterate the buy. We did increase the target price to $350. Now, you know, we're big believers when you kind of look at, at tech, um, you want to invest in kind of the companies that have the, the largest um, growth potential in their addressable market. And when we think about NVIDIA, um, there's probably no company within tech that we see um, potentially growing their addressable market the way NVIDIA can here over the next 5, 10 years. And it's really why you've seen the multiple expansion in the shares here year over the last kind of eight or nine months. Now, when we think about really kind of the opportunities ahead, it's really an all their end markets. Game, gaming, which has kind of been their bread and butter since day one. On that side of things, you've got um, everyone essentially being born today a gamer, right? I mean, you've got eSports, among other um, secular drivers, driving the gaming segment. Within data centers, it's, of course, um, AI and kind of um, uh, the capabilities um, that enterprises out there are craving, as well as these cloud service providers in terms of the capex needs um, over the next several years. And then of course, you know, you've know you got these um, other markets that are just relatively unta- untapped, which with a long tail associated with them, specifically autonomous vehicles, as well as um, the metaverse. I mean, the omniverse, clearly um, the bigger trend out there and, and the metaverse a piece of that. But when we kind of look at who is going to be the biggest winner, specifically on the semi side of things, um, from these trends, it's going to be Nvidia, and um, it's not only going to be on the on the semi side of things, but this company is turning into more of a hardware software oriented play, which is going to have some recurring revenue streams. Streams also on the licensing side of things. So this is an absolutely uh, an absolute monster here when we think about the name and growth opportunity over the next right. decade.
0: All right, so I mean, it seems that everybody's in agreement that this is still the winner. We talk about the omniverse and all the different platforms and things that um, it can continue to grow in, and that it seems to be, in addition to you both who seem positive, that it really runs as among the favorite and the leader in the group. That being said, I'm seeing some reports about some hurdles. I mean, let's play devil's advocate, whether it's regulatory concerns, um, that opposition from the US, UK, EU. Um, and that arm acquisition? How about the narrative that it's counterintuitive to the bear cycle theme because AI is inflecting into production inference and is changing the landscape? Um, You know what, Angelo, this is your your real field. Give me one quick thought on some of the bear case scenarios.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, I'd say kind of one big negative in terms of the the call last night was the fact that I, I think it's very unlikely at this point that we see um, that arm deal taking place. And I think there has definitely been a lot of excitement on that side of things. Our view has been since day one, they didn't need that arm deal. It would kind of be a a nice kind of pie in the the sky opportunity for them. Um, But that being said, it's not necessary in terms of the organic growth. I think kind of the big knock in terms of Nvidia, at least on our view is the, is the valuation Mm -hmm. side of things. It's definitely kind of run a, a bit overheated and. And our view at this point in time is as long as you're willing to be a long-term investor, um, they'll grow into that multiple.
0: Yeah. Mish, what levels are you looking at when it comes to NVIDIA? As we got in our quarterly numbers here, and um, I guess the valuation still comes into question, even though some are saying it's the $1 trillion company to come in the semi-group, is it still one of your favorites in the group, Mish?
1: Well, We have been in this stock for a very long time. I just want to jump on one other devil's advocate point before I give you some numbers to look at. And that is the idea of the chip shortage. I mean, there really is a chip shortage. It's created a scarcity among the graphic cards and Nvidia, which has really gotten the crypto miners to start hoarding And so the price of the chip cards went from $599 to well north of $1,000. And you wonder how long that can sustain before there actually becomes some resolution in terms of the semiconductor. So I just wanted to add that. I don't think that's terribly negative at this point. Clearly, we're seeing the result of that. But getting back to the charts. Number one is this wasn't, believe it or not, the highest growth earnings ever. It was back in 2017 that it reported a 17.8% gross. So there you go. There's, it's, it's actually, if you look at it in history, it's strong, but not as strong as it was in the very beginning. Now, let's look at yeah. the chart. It didn't gap high. I only under. have about 10 seconds left. Go okay. ahead. Final thought, Nish. 275 is a gift. If it holds here, 360 is what my target would be for now.
0: Right. And Angelo gave us his targets, too. It's great to speak with both of you about a name that's so incredibly popular and has so much potential, too. Angelo Zeno of CFRA, Mie Schneider of MarketGage.com. Good stuff. Thank you.